part coming together good morning to my tribe i hope everyone is doing well are y'all staying warm i'm in louisiana (laughs) so today i woke up thinking it was gonna be chilly outside and it's actually pretty warm so i guess i have to throw away all of my sweaters and replace them with crop tops but (laughs) that's neither here nor there so basically today i want to just take some time to say one thing um in particular that i haven't mentioned this entire month which is ridiculous because um it's important and most importantly it's important to me and my culture so i just want to say happy black history month okay happy black history month I am black 365 days of the year, and I'm proud of that because it's something to be proud of. So happy Black History Month. Um, As a people, we have accomplished so much, and we're not stopping. You know, so many black lawyers and doctors, black podcasters, all of these opportunities that wouldn't have been available to us back in 1950s or you know the 1940s which isn't even that long ago so i'm proud of us as a people you know just determination the dedication the strength that me and my people hold is it's just amazing it is a beautiful sight to witness and i'm so proud of all of my young black entrepreneurs my young black queens and kings so thank you for everything that you're doing for the cause and for the culture you know it takes a strong will being to endure what we have gone through just in history and and still going through today but to come back stronger and even more wiser with with more knowledge and more cleverness. I just, I love us. <laughs> I love us for real. <laughs> so thank you um, to God and our ancestors because we really are God's people. And I realized that a long time ago that we are God's people. We are God's children. So we have to help each other along the way. And that's important to me. So happy Black History Month again to everybody, to black people. You know, I'm blackity black. (laughs) I'm black, yes. (laughs) Now, without any further ado, we're just going to hop right in today, actually. Today's an interesting topic. Um... We're going to be discussing something that y'all might fight me a little bit on because some of us are not there yet. And that's okay. We're here to help each other out and we're going to get there. This wouldn't be growing apart coming together if we didn't keep it real all the time, right? So um, let's hop into the discussion. We're going to be talking about our environment and not just our natural resources, Um not the physicality of our surroundings but our actual human environment and a a lot of people confuse that with the human condition but it's a little bit different so what do i mean by human environment well i'll tell you 
the human environment can be described as the complete continuum of matter and the conditions that surround us as human beings and in our human societies. And I'll break it down even further for you. It's the totality of the conditions and the influence which surround us and affect us as human beings, right? So that was word heavy, but I hope you guys are still with me. So let's just focus on the relationship between us human beings and the relationship we have with our environment. That's exactly what I am referring to. So our environments can vary. I mean, you know, some people love the cold weather, not me, but <laughs> some people love the cold um, and some only see the sun. So some people only actually just live in, you know, the cold places like Colorado. Uh, it gets pretty cold in Utah. Um, but some people just only see the sun, you know, places that are naturally warmer, like the South. So... Some people are wealthy and some people are impoverished. These are the things that we can't control. So these are our uh, conditions in life. So that's our human condition. But we have the free will in choosing our human condition, which is some choices that we make throughout our lives to give our livelihood meaning. And with that being said, our environment and our conditions are interconnected and they can mesh together smoothly or they can collide and we've all experienced the colliding so hopefully we want to move forward and meshing everything get together smoothly so there are so many positive and, and negative aspects of our human condition and even more contingencies but that's a hundred percent up to us you know, again, the choices that we make. We we spoke about that in one of the prior episodes, but again, that's a big one. The choices that we make. Because we really do have the power to control that. We can't control where we come from, um, our race. We can't control things like that. But we do have the power to control our choices that we do make on a daily and that is reflective of the environment we're in and around. I'll repeat that. The choices that we make are reflective of the environment we're in and around. So I say all of that to say this, right? What we digest on a daily basis, whether it's uh, social media, whether it's food, <laughs> knowledge, information, all of those things that creates our condition and it is a mental thing and it's all in a mindset that you choose to have and keep so when we're feeling sad or sorrowful or you know just under the weather we try to work um out things and we try to look for things that cheer us up right you know, funny videos, we might even call a friend and have a quick laugh or call our parents, you know, call our siblings, whatever that um, confidant is for you. We do those things. And our environment can really reflect what we're digesting on a daily. And our environments are just so important because they can change the way we behave and our mood in general. For example, 
How many times growing up did y'all moms or dads tell you to stop showing off in front of certain people? <laughs> I know mine did a lot. Because our environments influence behavior and our mood. It has been studies that have constantly proved um, this theory. There was one study that showed that a room with brighter lighting, natural artificial lighting, can improve health and help with depression and agitation in our human conditions. And when a room is dark, you know, we tend to sleep longer or we fall into a deeper sleep. It's actually really interesting. So just be mindful of that in itself and, and being intentful when we decide where we want to be is so important in regards to our actual environment as well. There are some ways that we can be more aware of this, specifically researched by um, a great psychologist. Her name is Elizabeth Mancuso. And the topic that she researched was intellectual humility. And honestly, before I read the article on it, it was my first time hearing that word. And it's something that we're all very familiar with, right? But her terminology just was perfect. So intellectual humility, right? Basically, it is described as having an accurate view of your own intellectual strengths and limitations, right? And it's also having that ability to negotiate ideas in a fair and respectful way. You know, not defensively. A lot of people, including myself, um, we get defensive about different things. And I say including myself because this podcast is kind of like an open diary for me. So the things that I talk about, these are things that I've always experienced and things that I struggle with sometimes or just different ideas that I have pop up in my head. And it's something that we all deal with, right? Intellectual humility, that's something that we all either excel in or we struggle in. Because we are not always right. <laughs> as much as y'all want to think, you know what I'm saying? A lot of us want to think we're always right. I'm a big Leo, so in my head, there is nothing more right than Naomi, right? <laughs> but unfortunately, you know hey, that's just not how the game works. You know, we're not always right. And that's okay because we're not supposed to always be right. We're supposed to have humility in our ways. So we have to allow that truth to set us free. Even if we don't like it, even if we don't want to hear it, that truth that we are hearing is going to prevail us and is going to, to make us feel better in the end about our situation, about ourselves. That intellectual humility is very important. It's so important in terms of just being open, being open-minded, um, being open to change. All of that is reflective of what we are around. Again, our environments, you know, our conditions, what are we digesting on a daily? What are we listening to? What are we eating? Who are we listening to? What are we watching? All of that is reflective within our intellectual humility. We're able to, to tap into that, you know? So it's just one of those things that I find extremely interesting because it's important, right? And 
And so we asked the same question. I asked this question at the end of all of my talks. Um, I'm going to start calling them talks. Not episode, but talks. I, I like that better. Um, so I asked you, tribe. I asked you, so what does this have to do with growing apart and coming together? So if we are aware of our own intellectual abilities, we can therefore be receptive to other people's ideas and thoughts, right? So if we're aware of how we feel about things, through that intellectual humility, we're able to understand what other people are coming from, their ideas, without being defensive and without letting our ego, you know, take place, without letting our ego have a place, excuse me, our egos always are going to have a place where we feel like we are threatened as a person or our ideas are threatened, right? So it's just super important to be aware of our own intellectual abilities again because, you know, that ultimate goal is is serenity, right? In our condition, serenity in our environment. So in order to, to reach that, we just, we have to be aware of that. We have to be aware of our own intellectual abilities so that we can be able to better understand ourselves and our surroundings and the people that's a part of our surroundings, right? We can't be closed-minded and, and shutting everyone out. That, let me tell you, that never works. I have tried it for years. I have shut people out without even telling them why I'm shutting them out, right? And that never works. It's something that realistically we can't, we, we won't be able to reach that next level if we're shutting every idea down. Anything that goes against what we believe, we're shutting it down, right? I mean, that's knowledge. Regardless if if you like it or not, that's knowledge. That's something that other people are, are giving to us. You know, it's for free, for free 99. Even if you don't agree with it, still listen to it. And then you can form your opinion, you know, you still have to, to have that intellectual humility, to be able to even form an opinion about something that you don't agree with instead of just being closed-minded and, and shutting it out just because you don't like the way this person said it or because you don't like the person, you know what I'm saying? So we can't, we can't always be right. And we're not always right. That's just the thing. The ego just takes over. The ego takes over. And the ego just, whew, that thing there, that ego boy, that ego tends to stop us from experience that, experiencing that humility, which is so important in order for us to grow. It's so important in order for us to, to get to that next level, that next step in our journey, in our growing process, because all of this is a process, right? Uh, life is a journey, but our conditions and our environments, those are the processes, the processes that we have to go through in order to fulfill our life's purpose and to continue on striving in our own journey, you know. So even if what your mom or your best friend or your boyfriend is telling you hurts, it may be the truth. And it still it, it still stands, you know, be willing to receive that information. If it's the truth, be willing to receive that because you have to be open to receiving intellectual humility for it to work. You see what I'm saying? It's very important in our success as a people, 
in our communities, especially the black community. That's the community that I'm a part of. So I'm going to specifically speak on the black community, but it is so important to have that intellectual humility, that that understanding of things that are beyond you, understanding of things that go against the grain when it comes to what you think, you know, or what other people think. We're not all the same. And and that's the beauty of it. God made us to all be different and to all have different ideas and different thoughts. Because if we were all the same, life would be boring, okay? We <laughs> we wouldn't even want to do anything. Everybody would be doing the same thing. That's not fun. That's not interesting, you know? So as a people in our societies in general, we, we just have to to keep that in mind when we're moving forward. And it's just so detrimental to maintaining our equilibrium and our human condition and our human environment. This is by far one of my favorite conversations because I feel like it's a topic that a lot of people don't talk about. And, and I get why it's difficult and sometimes it can be very complex as well, but nonetheless, it's still necessary, okay? Still necessary. I am so overwhelmed and just filled with joy right now. I'm feeling good about everything that we talked about. I'm feeling good about life and I want you to feel the same way. Don't forget to follow Apart in Growing on Twitter tiktok and instagram those are the three social media sites that this podcast uses don't forget to like this (laughs) don't forget to follow me on spotify as well big shout out to anchor for even allowing me to start this podcast if you want to start a podcast definitely check anchor out that's how i started it's a great tool very very easy to use and just yeah that's about it thank you guys again i'll see you next week until next time